Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into Sports Talk Chicago with John Zaglul. I'm Joey Christopoulos. John is out for just a couple more shows. Speedy recovery, John. I'm filling in. I'm pinch hitting. So thank you very much for tuning in and continuing to support Sports Talk Chicago. We're going to have a great time here today. We have a guest coming up, special guest Brendan Chagru is going to come on to talk about the top Bears offseason needs by position. And I don't know, maybe just talk a little bit about this thing that we call Justin versus Caleb. Thank you so much for tuning in on our YouTube channel, Sports Talk Chicago, comment and question below, and also for listening to us across our many affiliates throughout the state of Illinois. Thank you for your support. 98.3 The Life, WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, Jed TV, WJOB, Cities 92.9 Talk FM, and our brand new one, 1011 Peoria Sports Radio. Great guest coming up in just a second. We just got one long interview with Brendan Chagru today. Uh, Not multiple segments, but I did want to add in a couple of pieces of news that have come down since we taped on a Monday night while you're listening to this on a Thursday. The first one is on Tuesday, Ryan Poles spoke to the media, says that he he wants to do right by Justin Fields, doesn't want him to live in the gray. He respects him as a person. He appreciates what he's done to the organization and reading between the lines, people, I'm a Justin Fields fan, but it sounds like, methinks, Ryan Poles is going to trade Justin Fields, and that news could be coming down any day now, and Sports Talk Chicago will be right on top of it to talk about it in, if, and when it happens. The other piece of news, Wednesday morning, we got some news that Caleb Williams talked to the media about the Chicago Bears, put to bed some of the rumors that he wouldn't want to play in Chicago, and oh yeah, Chicago Bears fans and Chicago sports fans, I hope you're sitting down for this one, Caleb Williams said, that he's been watching Michael Jordan. <gasps> he's been watching Walter Payton. <gasps> and that he loves deep dish pizza. If that ain't the trifecta right there, I mean, honestly, he's one step away from taking a beef and baptizing it in the juice, all right? He's saying all the right things. Clearly, he wants to be a Chicago Bear. Will, will Ryan Poles pull the trigger and make that happen? That is yet to be seen. It's definitely leaning that way, that's for sure. So let's go to our longer interview here with Brendan Chagru. We talked some Justin, we talked some Caleb, and then we name our top Bears off-season needs by position. Check it out. Great interview. Let's go to it right now and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sports Talk Chicago with John Zagul, Joey Christopoulos, filling in for John here. Great guests coming up right around the bend. But before we do, really quick, I just wanted to throw out a quick shout-out. First of all, thank you so much to anyone that listened to the show last week, watched it on YouTube, comment and question below. I feel like there are times when we spend too much time giving attention and shine to the negative comments, and I just want to shout-out to some of the people that have been commenting on YouTube the last couple of weeks you know, whether we agree or whether we disagree, I just really appreciate the comments are being really well thought out. You guys are bringing stats, you're bringing information, you're bringing a lot of different reasons why you think Justin is the answer or you think Caleb is the answer. So I just want to say continue, bravo, keep it going, keep the insults at a minimum if you possibly can, if you can contain yourself. Uh, but other than that, I just want to shout out the great people that are watching. I think really the Sports Talk Chicago community is strong because of how talented John is, but also because you guys follow, support him, and the comments and questions and conversations that happen below. So thank you so very much. It is time to bring in our guest here. We're going to have a little fun here. We are going to do a draft, snake draft, if you will, of the Bears' positional needs for this offseason. Um, we are taping this on a Monday night. 
You guys are probably listening to this on a Thursday, so there are probably some fan- franchise tags still in the mix a little bit, but we want to talk free agency. We want to talk draft. So who better than this guy right here? He is so absolutely talented. He is the assistant editor at the Bears Wire. You could check out his podcast, Chicago, uh, excuse me, Bear Down Chicago Podcast. And also, you can see him maybe on the TV every once in a while. He's been making these great appearances on Football Night in Chicago on Sports uh, NBC Sports Chicago. It's Brendan Chagru. Brendan, welcome back. How are you, man? Welcome to Sports Talk Chicago. What's up, Joey? It's great to talk with you. Obviously, we've talked on other different platforms and other different shows, but it's so cool to make my debut on Sports Talk Chicago. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you here. Um, we're going to dive into the Bears draft of offseason positional needs in just a moment, but I wanted to uh, to run something by you. Now, look, this piece ran on Monday. Um, as a lot of people in the sports know, have already realized and acknowledged that Peter King has decided to step away from his duty um, as SI.com, Monday morning quarterback, wrote an incredible piece um, that is worth every single word if you get the opportunity and the time. But I, I know it's been a couple of days, but I want to bring it up to you again because he saved some of his best for last um, for a guy that has put multiple decades um, into his craft, into the NFL. Um, he had a couple of nuggets at the end of the article and maybe he threw a couple of shots. Maybe he's trying to call a shot a couple more times uh, on his way out. And that had to do with the Chicago Bears. So, Brendan, bear with me. I'm actually going to read some of these quotes here um, from Peter King that were released on Monday. Um, and I want to get your reaction to them. In regards to Justin Fields and Caleb Williams, this is what Peter King wrote. Quote, I suppose the Bears are going to trade the top pick. I know nothing. But that seems to be the way the wind is blowing. What I say, the Bears should keep Justin Fields, parentheses, and should, and trade the first pick down once or twice and build the kind of supporting cast a team needs to contend. He then went on to say, by trading the first pick, general manager Ryan Poles could receive a haul that puts the Bears in position to contend sooner rather than later. That notion might outweigh the hype around Williams. Suppose GM Ryan Poles traded the top pick down one spot to Washington, parentheses, which would take Caleb Williams, and got the second pick, a second round pick, and a 2025 first round pick in return. And then suppose Poles traded the second round pick to Atlanta at eight, and the Bear and the Falcons picked up one of those quarterbacks. In return, Chicago gets the eighth pick, Atlanta's second round pick first and second round picks next year for moving down seven picks in the first round. The bears could end up with nine picks in the first two rounds on the next two drafts, instant infrastructure. Now, Brendan, this feels a little pie in the sky, but when Peter King talks, I typically tend to listen. It doesn't sound like he used the word suppose a lot. So it didn't sound like that he was necessarily making a report or a claim, but he threw it out there. Um, Brendan, what is your reaction to uh, Peter King's comments on Monday and Monday morning quarterback? Oh, man, this was a lot. Um, First off, I mean, it it was shocking to see that Peter King was retiring. First off, like that was his whole thing. If you read the article and everybody knows Peter King by this point, he's famous for writing 15,000 word articles and columns. Um, So it was cool to kind of see him reflect and celebrate And then, yeah, like you said, going all the way at the bottom, like he always does the 10 things I think, um, which honestly are probably my favorite parts of his columns. 
And then, yeah, he just throws this little nugget in there on his way out. Like he's just throwing a chaos grenade on his way out the building just for Bears Twitter and Bears fans to react to. Um, I I don't think it's nothing because a lot of people say that, oh, Peter King, he's just speculating. He's just kind of giving his opinion. And, you know, for what it's worth, he's a big Justin Fields fan. He's been in his corner since he was drafted by Chicago. He's done interviews with him, but he's also pretty connected to the Bears. If you remember, he had a really good sit down interview with Ryan Pohl during the combine last year. And he was kind of the first one to say like, yeah, this pig's definitely getting traded. And then he had another interview with Kevin Warren in August talking about the stadium deal. And, you know, he's really had these personal encounters with the Bears front office. So I'd say obviously he's connected, but I think he's pretty well connected with this Bears front office and their newest regime. Um, I think part of it is a little bit speculative, but the fact is, the Bears have been really tight-lipped about this whole situation. There's only been one true nugget that's come out since the end of the season. That was the historic Hall quote that Ian Rappaport had that, you know, you can kind of tell that Ryan Poles is putting that out there like, hey, we're probably going to keep this pick unless somebody offers like just this massive haul, something like Peter King just speculated in his column. So, um, and I think that part, I'm more interested in what he said before about like, you know, the wins the winds are blowing this way that things might be happening. Um, I think that polls is still trying to get a feel for what this market could look like. I think he's probably still wanting to pick a quarterback at number one. I still think that is the likeliest scenario, but he's now trying to leave the breadcrumbs to see like, Hey, what, what are people going to offer this to me for? And how can we kind of get this going as we get into the combine? Because now you're going to start to see the wheels turn, but it's it's a little bit speculation. He did say he doesn't know anything, but he's also saying he supposed that it happens. I think there's a little bit of truth in it. And then I'll also say that Mike Florio, the other NBC sports guy, uh, a few days earlier, kind of put it out in a video that the Bears have a plan going into the combine of what they're going to want to do at quarterback. Well, how can that be if they haven't even met with the guys yet and they still have to go through all their homework? maybe that they are trying to put something in motion with the number one overall pick. And look, maybe they do trade it and they still take a rookie quarterback. There's a lot of variables still uh, out here, but I do think that it's something that we all need to pay attention to. It's not just blatant speculation by a guy on his way out. Yeah. I, I, these are, you made some great points, Brendan, because I think what Peter King might be doing as someone that you mentioned so astutely as someone that has got a chance to report information from Ryan Poles before is that perhaps he's protecting the optionality that Ryan Poles is currently exploring. Um, and I think maybe the conclusion that maybe Bears fans can take out of this is that Ryan Poles is still exhausting every single avenue of how to make his team or his roster better next year. Um, does that mean that one weighs more than the other with Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields. Um, it's tough to say. Everything that I've heard says that they're leaning towards taking Caleb Williams. But I think what this is is protecting the optionality that Ryan Poles, as a general manager, should be doing, Brendan. Um, right? I mean, these are conditions that you want to explore. Now, I've said since the beginning of the offseason that – when for, for me, from a Chicago Bears perspective, as a Chicago Bears fan, um, I believe a couple things. One is everything that I've heard says that the Bears are taking Caleb Williams. My belief, as it stands today, is that the Chicago Bears are going to take Caleb Williams. But I'm in my heart, 
<laughs> I still try and think of a way, and I see a path where the Chicago Bears can have success, specifically in the short term, with Justin Fields and trading for a haul of picks. So just based on that haul right there, let's just play in the hypotheticals of the conditions that it would take for the Chicago Bears to move off that number one pick is what Peter King has hypothesized or supposed to put out into his article. Is that type of haul something that would have you think, have you thinking twice about, you know, maybe not taking Caleb Williams and trading that pick? That's a really good question. I, I was really intrigued by it and just going through all the different steps. Okay, we trade down here and then we trade down here and then suppose Atlanta offers this and that. Um, I, I would in a sense, and maybe this is also me just, you know, thinking with my fan heart here because I think no matter what, and who knows what's going to happen, but I think that the Bears are still, you know, they find themselves in a very – a favorable position where no matter what things are going to be improved. I think there is a scenario you go into 2024 and the bears are a very competitive team with Justin Fields and a just a team that's been overhauled around him. You're talking new wide receivers, new edge rushers, a new center, um, things like that. And you can still compete with Justin Fields and then set yourself up for the future once again. And having nine picks in the first two rounds in the next two drafts, that's insane because you see a lot of first round talent guys go in the second round. So I can absolutely be talked into that. I can also be talked into the fact that Caleb Williams is very likely one of the best quarterbacks that we've seen in a quite a long time. He would be the most talented quarterback to ever step foot in Chicago. He has a lot of traits that you could, that you fall in love with, and he could be a guy that you can build around for the next five, 10, hopefully 15 years. So I think I'd still prefer going that route because there's a lot more variables. You have to get things like multiple teams involved. Um, first of all, to have that happen. And then you're also maybe not necessarily getting like two blue chip guys, depending on how guys grade out because eight, and nine, that's still top 10, but that's at the bottom of the top 10. Um, and there's still even a chance that like all three wide receivers could be, you know, gone too. Um, I know it's a slim chance, but if you're talking about guys you want like Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, and Roma Dunze, I mean, it, there's there's a chance that you wouldn't even get those. Um, so I, I think I'd still lean keeping the first overall pick, but I gotta say, I'm excited about all these scenarios, Joey. Like. It just makes you feel excited as a fan that things are still on the up and up. And, you know, maybe things could be better if they go one way or the other, but I think it's still going to be good no matter what. You're bringing up an interesting point where, yeah, this is this is a tantalizing conversation to have when Peter King lays it out when you have nine picks in the first two rounds for the next two seasons. It feels a little bit like, you know, if polls pulls this off, this is the Lufthansa heist in Goodfellas, right? I mean, this is, uh, and, and you're bringing up another great point too, as well of, you know, I would have to caution too, is it's great to have more picks, but if you did move to eight or nine, you do want to make sure that the quality of those picks maintains itself. And also something else to think about is, and I've been saying this, maintaining this too, as well as I understand that when you have extra draft capital, you know, you don't always hit on the draft picks that you select, but also those draft, that draft capital can turn into premier bona fide players that are already on NFL teams right now. Um, I'm just saying for reference, I'm not saying that this is a hypothetical that the Chicago Bears would do this, but if they even wanted to entertain 
a Justin Jefferson situation that starts with at least one first round pick, right? The Chicago Bears in this scenario would have the ability to at least open up that conversation. Um, I don't see a world where a Justin Herbert, a Joe Burrow, a Patrick Mahomes would ever be able to be, you know, loosened and wriggled away from their current team. But you never know with maybe a Josh Allen or something, something like that. It would take multiple first round picks to even start having this conversation. In this scenario, the Chicago Bears could do that and still maintain some of that first round draft capital in the process. And I just think that's why the part of this conversation is tantalizing.